BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This is Hardwood Handicappers, VEASAN's premier NBA betting podcast. Here are your hosts, Jonathan Von Tobel and Kelly Bidlin. All right, welcome into Hardwood Handicappers. It is a JVT-less episode today. JVT, the uh, hot shot that he is, filling in on Follow the Money a couple days this week, getting that, getting those big TV gigs on the East Coast. You got to get that. But I got someone filling in. That's going to be just as good for you. Drew Dinzik, you hear him all the time on a numbers game with us, does work over at NBC Sports Edge and, of course, the Deep Dive podcast. Drew, thanks for hopping on today, man. I appreciate it. Oh, appreciate that uh, I was uh, the first choice as fill-in. This is fantastic. Uh, Always good to talk to you when it comes to NBA and uh, playoffs is uh, that much more special. I mean, Drew thinks he was the first choice, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just pretend. (laughs) No, you were, man. It was an easy transition after a numbers game today. Um, So let's get right into Actually, before we get into it, if you like the podcast, make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. Leave some comments below. You can't see us right now, but of course, Drew's hair is fantastic as usual. So is mine and my beard. So we're looking great. Maybe leave a comment about how we need to see more video on this podcast. Who knows? Maybe we'll get that uh, up and running. Give Drew a follow at whale underscore capper. If you don't know already, I'm sure you do, though. Give him a follow on Twitter. See all the great work that he gets done. We'll dive into the games last night. Let's start out west because I think that's, uh, you know, unbiased, the more uh, fun series to talk about. Lakers, Warriors, game four. Um, Drew, we were kind of just talking before we came on here. This was the one game. This is the series I, I feel like I've had a really good feel for. I think you really have, too. It's been... I think the most fun and exciting series to watch, even when they've kind of come in and become blowouts uh, at the end of one or two of these games. Um, biggest takeaways from last night. And I, man, I feel like we have more to dive into in that game last night than maybe any game from the rest of the series. Yeah. Um, boy, it has been a good series. You're absolutely right. Um, my biggest position so far in any game in round two was the under last night and okay. uh, hit the alt under as well. Uh, and realistically, I think that's maybe my major takeaway, which is that this is now an under series um, games, you know, games 
five, six, and if if seven, um, you know, I would very much expect, you know, if these totals are in the high 220s, that uh, there's plenty of room to play some unders. Um, blind betting the uh, – the Warriors in Game Five. <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't, I don't really think you can make a fair adjustment in terms of uh, what kind of effort you're going to get from that team at home. We know from watching the Warriors for as long as we have all season that um, this is a team that plays a heck of a lot better at the Chase Center than they do anywhere else on earth. So uh, yeah. I would expect them to uh, ultimately bounce back in this spot. And you know, I think the market opened them a little short, so uh, that's going to go one way. There's not yeah. going to be Lakers support here at any point in time. And I think, I don't know, major takeaway from the way that the game was played, um, you know, LeBron was basically in their heads. He knew exactly what they were going to go to, when they were going to go to it. Uh, Steve Kerr needs to come up with some tendency breakers to really surprise these guys. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't say that the series is necessarily over, but uh, I certainly feel like Lakers in six is looking very strong right now. Yeah, yeah, me too. This is, uh, I think there was a lot of, I think there's a lot of people, I don't want to say underrated, because I think we all expected to get a pretty good series here, but man, I think some people underrated the Lakers a little bit coming into this series. This uh, this team is just so completely different post-trade deadline and what they look like, I mean, both offensively and defensively. Um, just a couple things I wrote down. I mean, I think before we got to that fourth quarter, there was a lot of things to like from what the Warriors were doing. I, I thought what they were doing in transition looked really good, and we knew that how important that was going to be throughout this series if they could win that transition game. Um, you know, involving AD in the pick-and-roll action, really, to kind of get him out of the paint. Um, I thought that was big. Opened up cutters to the to the rim, and what they were able to do scoring-wise at the rim last night, or at least in that first half, was really something we hadn't seen much uh, from them earlier in the series. So, you know, there, there was kind of like a, a, a takeaway from the first half for Toomey, the first three quarters, and then the fourth quarter obviously gets crazy. Um, one thing that, that I wanted to hit on quick with is, I don't know about you, AD is the, is the biggest, biggest, most important player and thing in this series to me, and I don't really know if it's even all that close. I think when he can be, uh, you know, dominant offensively and defensively, it really leans towards the Lakers having a really big advantage. The problem is, is that we've seen these two games at home, Drew. We've really seen them kind of be aggressive and, and effective offensively in that first half and then kind of disappears a bit in the second half. I don't know what you've made about that. Obviously, his defense at the end of the game was huge last night coming yeah. into play. But, like, the offense, I just think if they are going to eventually get it done – He's got to he's got to be consistent on the offensive side of the ball, putting up big numbers. Yeah, and I mean that's much more of a question I think for the Western Conference Finals because this series at least has turned into two v one, right? I yep. mean, every, you know, the entire offense depended on what uh, Steph Curry was doing last night, and that'll wear you down. And Steve Kerr doesn't usually go to that. Uh, adjustment unless he absolutely feels like he has to. I think he knew that the balance of the series was, you know, the series was in the balance in that game four and he cut Curry loose early and Curry looked like he kind of, you know, his legs were a little, little, you know, less than you would want to be in a fourth quarter situation. And, you know, those short you know shots in particular coming up short there, you know, down there right at the very end. Um, you know, so while I generally agree with you that the, as we write the, you know, the obituary on the uh, Warriors, if ultimately the Lakers can close them out in any of these next three games, um, a ton of the credit is going to go to Anthony Davis. But uh, at the same time, like I, I would say maybe even more of the story to me is the Lakers have gotten – 
standout, helpful performances from their supporting cast here and there where they've needed them. And the Warriors just have had absolutely nothing from the likes of Jordan Poole, uh, from, you know, really from Clay Thompson much. Um, and now I would expect that's different at home. I think Clay Thompson, maybe even Jordan Poole, these guys are going to put together some pretty awesome offensive numbers I would expect in this next contest. But, um, you know, there's just, it doesn't look like there's really enough help for Curry. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of those you see you're seeing the additional minutes, uh, you know, obviously from Gary Payton, but then Moody, DiVincenzo. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering how do you think we see uh, more minutes for Poole in this next game or not? I mean, there was some, you know, I guess post game he wasn't very happy last night. I can't imagine why, you know, being very thrilled after a loss that you didn't play very much in and didn't score a single point. But yeah, I'm wondering, I'm wondering if that how how they're going to work the bench. When they go back to Golden State, you expect to see any major adjustments, either with the bench or the starting lineup. Yeah, I mean, you have to. You have to expect that Poole gets, uh, you know, some sort of, uh, you know, reinvigorated role in this game. Ten minutes, it's just, it's not going to work. And, you know, I think there was a little bit of a message being sent to him about his quality of play. Um, and, you know, he doesn't have a huge t- amount of time here to turn it around. Yeah. Uh, he's going to have to figure it out on the fly against a tough opponent that's defending him well. But, uh, you know, if he can even give, you know, if, if he can give them, he, need, he needs to realistically give them something like 25 minutes and uh, take some of the offensive load off of Curry, particularly in the third quarter, beginning of the fourth, because you're going to need Curry's legs fresh down the stretch if it's a competitive game. Yeah, I mean, I, it's the it, it when him and Clay are both not scoring, right? Like that is a major, yeah. it's a major, major problem uh, for the Warriors. So that line, man, I don't know what you grabbed it at uh, last night. I w- was five and a half added six. We are recording this two thirty p.m. Eastern time. Uh, and it is up to seven basically everywhere right now. So uh, hopefully if you like the Warriors in game five, like Drew and I did, you uh, got in early because this line, I, where do you think it closes at? Like, cause I don't, I don't think it's done. That's seven a and a half, point. eight. Um, I mean, that would know, be a wild adjustment, but. It's gotta be close. We gotta be close to the inflection <laughs> point here. Um I mean, maybe it goes eight. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember what the market dynamics were like for Memphis in Game Five. Um, this is basically, you know, to the degree you want to say this is a carbon copy of of the Round One series between the Lakers and Memphis. I, I'm not going to disagree with you at all. I mean, like that's basically the way this is playing out. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna look to the way that the market uh, closed with that uh, Memphis uh, Lakers Game Five. Um, because I mean, realistically, if you like the Lakers, you've already got some series in pocket. You've already got them to win in six in pocket. You're waiting for that game six opportunity to come back and bet more Lakers. Uh, and if you don't like the Lakers, then I don't really know that you're running, you know, it, you're not, you're not going to see how much they're asking you to lay on the Warriors and be like, okay, fine. I guess I'll take the Lakers in this one. So this is going to be a pretty lopsided market. I think until the close. Yeah, I would think so. And it's uh, for, from, you know, a, any better, any any NBA betters I respect, it's sure, sure been only Warriors that I've been seeing today. Uh, bets going in. Um, all right, we'll hit the other game from last night. The Heat uh, go up 3-1. They win 109-101 in Miami. Cover again, Miami. Um, we don't need to spend the time on this series. This seems like uh, qu- quite, a, quite a snoozer uh, of a series overall. This is... Um, I think a 
I, I'm not going to speak directly for you, but uh, I think just has guys like me and you scratching our heads a little bit with this Miami Heat team and what the heck did we see all all regular season and who is this team now? Um, what I, I I find the one thing I find so fascinating, Drew, is what we talk about uh, the differences in these three ones, right? Like the, where it is, we still think Golden State absolutely absolutely has a chance, at least extremely live for Game Five, and who knows where it goes from there. You kind of hinted at it towards on a numbers game today. I don't know that we get past Game Five in the in this Knicks Heat series. I mean, l- listening to these Knicks players talk. It is, I, I, they feel like they're done. Like it is, they have wasted their opportunity. They're ready for vacation. I don't know what your thoughts are, are, are if you have anything big, big takeaways from the game last night or looking at game five, but man, that, that's how I'm feeling right now. It would either be heat or pass for a game five bet. Yeah, no, I think you take heat money line. I don't think the current number makes any sense to me right now. You can get heat plus 150 right now. It's drifted, uh, opened in like the plus 135 range. Uh, don't get it. Don't get it at all. The yeah. Knicks don't have the answers. The Knicks don't have the bodies. The Knicks don't have the coaching. Um, I, you know, you mentioned it. Like the players themselves seem to be, um, you know, ready to call it a season. And uh, you know the, the, the idea that the Knicks are even a home team and the higher seeded team is tough to wrap your head around. Uh, the way that these two teams played to this point in the series, this could have been a sweep. You yeah. remember Game Two? Like, yeah. <laughs> this could. This is this very easily could have been a sweep. Uh, yeah, they, put, the they pushed them to the brink with no Randall <laughs> yeah, on the court. Yeah, yeah. no Jimmy Butler wow. or no Ran- wow. Sorry, no, Randall no Butler, on the yeah, court. No Butler. Yeah, 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 no Butler for the Heat. Max uh, Schroes got hurt in that game. Like that was, you know, they every break they needed, and that was just to get one hard fought win. So I don't think that the Knicks really are a team that I'm running to the uh, to window to to expect them to extend the series. They look ready to pack it in, um, and you know the Miami team. They're better coached. They're their players are all kind of rowing the boat in the same direction. Um, and they they know how to frustrate the Knicks offensively to the tune where the Knicks half-court offense is just, like, tough. It's like it's a it's a tough watch. Like, you yeah. can't watch it. It's it's tough on the eyes. Um, and so, yeah, uh, no no way to change that on a dime. I think, uh, I think the Knicks are cooked. We are. We're going to discuss 76ers and the Celtics here in a little bit, but – Heat big picture in the Eastern Conference. <laughs> Give me a percent chance that we see the Miami Heat in the NBA Finals. I'm like, I'm not especially high because I think the Celtics come out of that Sixers series and that matchup for the Heat to me is poison. Um, so I'm a little trepidatious about really getting excited about the Heat going to the finals. Um, now that you're going to have, they're going to have a rest advantage because I yep. think Celtics, I think Celtics Sixers probably going seven. Um, and so, you know, you're going to have that same sort of setup where you had for the Lakers warriors, where, you know, Celtics are going to be home, but they're going to be coming off of a super physical, you know, 92, 90 kind of win over the Sixers in game seven. Um, and so the heat are probably going to be a bet game one. Um, but at that point, uh, I don't know that I really am in love with the way that Miami matches up with this team. Miami's gotten a lot of, uh, you know, plus EV shooting around the perimeter from guys that you don't expect to get those same looks when you have a, a long, solid perimeter defense that the Celtics bring to the table. So uh, run for Miami probably ends in the Eastern Conference Finals, but not out, not before they beat the uh, Celtics game one would be my general feeling. Where, where are you at? 
Yeah, no, same. Yeah, I have the same way. I, this is, I mean, look, I've said it almost every series now, so who the hell knows if I know what I'm talking about at all, but like, I cannot imagine the Miami Heat getting further than that. Um, I said that in round one, though. I kind of said that in round two against the Knicks, that I would be shocked if they got by them, and now I'm going to say it again. Yes, I'd be shocked, especially, like you said, especially if it's the Celtics. I think there's, I think the Heat, um, and especially if there's any more injury issues with Joel Embiid or anything like that, maybe, maybe they become they give the Sixers a run for it a bit. But yeah, Celtics, I'm with you. I think if that's the matchup, I think that's a really tough one uh, for them to you, get. Past. Do you have an appetite to try to take some heat to win the East and then come back over the top with Celtics in the series if they lose Game One? Not really. <laughs> not really <laughs> you feel like you feel like maybe the Celtics squeeze out a game one win and then that's a short series see like that's where like I I understand I'm really I'm interested to see what that game one number would be because I think you're right like okay. that's the same the rest advantage that would be the game for the heat to steal but man I, I just think when you're talking overall just talent evaluation of these players. I mean, just the, just what the Celtics have on their roster is no comparison. It's a meal of what Miami's rolling out know, there. It's, it's just there. Yeah, this is two completely different teams. But uh, I guess you, you you're kind of tuned in with the betting, kind of the media landscape and the yeah. betting patterns, right? Um, if we end up with two series that are the same two series in the finals from the bubble. Like, oh, gosh, yes. Like, like, are people going to see the, you know, the Heat beat the, if the Heat beat the Celtics in game one, are they just going to be like, oh, well, here we go again. It's Lakers Heat. It's all, you know, it's all been predetermined. Like, Man, I, you know, do you I think hope they do. I hope they okay. have that reaction. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause I, I, cause I don't, cause I, cause honestly, I don't have as much on the Celtics as I wish I did. Um, yeah. Me either. And, I I'm maybe I'm like kind of trying to construct or reach for an opportunity where I can get down then uh, at some point, because ultimately I still, that's my team in the East pretty with, with margin and it's minus minus one eighty one right now. I would love to get like a series price against the heat in the minus minus one twenty range. If they are down Oh one. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which, yeah, I, I mean, that could absolutely be realistic. And, and, you know, to your credit, you, Boston, you, you were higher on than anybody in the East all year, right? Like you, you were, you were always Boston, really never Milwaukee, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. And okay. um, I just didn't time my entry, right? Because at the start of the playoffs, I was like, you know, licking my chops about why would I bet the Celtics at plus 140 when I can get them at plus 120 in that series? Like mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to put my money to work in this, in this, in the Sixers series. And then, you know, come after the, the Bucks then. And lo and behold, uh, the, the Red Seas parted for them. Right, exactly. Yeah. All right, well, well, we come back. We're going to take a quick break here. We come back. We'll preview all the games uh, that are going on tonight, the two games that we have going on uh, this evening. But before that, I want to introduce you to Juice Reel, an exciting new innovation in sports betting. This is not another sports book. If you haven't heard of it yet, Juice Reel is a free tool that will re- revolutionize the way you follow your bets and make betting decisions. This must-have app lets you connect all your betting accounts from wherever you bet, and all your betting history automatically loads in. Juice Reel is much more than just a bet tracker. You will see stats about your betting activity that you've never known before. Juice Reel analyzes data from its entire user base to help you bet even smarter. We don't have time to list all of Juice Reel's fe- uh, features, but this is uh, this thing is free, and you need to go on your iPhone or Android today and go download Juice Reel. That's Juice Reel, R-E-E-L. We'll be back in just a minute. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury 
with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. All right, welcome back to Hardwood Handicappers here with Drew Dinzik. Thanks to Drew for joining us today. All right, we got two big games going on tonight, Sixers and Celtics. We head back to Boston for this one. As of right now, Boston, seven, seven and a half point favorite. You're going to see about 213, 213 and a half as the total for this game. That one at 730 Eastern and then 10 o'clock Eastern tonight. Suns at the Nuggets, 2-2 all tied up in that series. Nuggets, six, six and a half point Favorites right now, 227.5 to 228.5 is where you're going to see that total. Uh, Drew, let's start with Boston and Philly because I think you're a little stronger on this side than me. What what are you liking here tonight? Yeah, so took a swing on uh, Celtics to win this game by the current number minus 7. Also like the alt number. (laughs) I played it up to minus 11.5 at plus 177. Um, realistically, I think game fives, uh, where you have a series tied two two, um, you know, there's a realistic long tail to the home team, you know, the role players playing better, the team just in general shooting better. Uh, and that kind of opens up the door for the, um, for the road team to just kind of pack it up and save it, save it up for game six. Um, so you can get some, you know, you can get a little bit more of a blowout feel in a game five where it's two, two. Uh, and I think really that's what we're in store here for the Celtics. Uh, I, you know, the the physical toll that this playoffs is taking on Joel Embiid, you know, even beyond just the knee injury is pretty obvious. And I think, um, you know, it's his defensive um, intensity is going to have to wane as you go through this uh, particular game. And uh, I think the, in general, the Sixers would be wise to try to get him out of there playing less than say 25, 30 minutes. Um, and then, you know, James Harden's effort has been variable, I think to put it politely. <laughs> yeah. um, and uh, you know, if, if, uh, if Derek White has given him 
uh, you know, Derek White and Marcus Smart are kind of trading off, giving him a hard time in this game. And he's a little disengaged and the, you know, margin is 20, 25 points at any point in the second half. Then uh, I could see this one landing like in that range, 25, 30, even. So uh, lay the points of the Celtics and expecting uh, them to send this back uh, with uh, a little bit of uh, uh, send this back with a little bit of uh, enthusiasm. Yeah. The, uh, the Tyrese Maxey's struggles are, I, I think should be talked about more. That, I, that is a problem, I think, for the Sixers. That you're not, I, I think you're crazy if you're going to expect James Harden to every other game, you know, continue to drop 42, 45 points. It's just not something we've really seen out of him uh, recently. Although, you know, the Sixers might need that <laughs> to get back, to get past the Celtics at this point. I am, I played the first half number, and that's all I did with this game. Bet it a little bit less. One of the things I wanted to talk to you with, uh, talk to you with about uh, Drew is the is just kind of the end of these games with the Celtics. Do you have any concerns right now? I mean, just of uh, obviously, there's been a lot made in Missoula, some of the timeouts, um, and then I, I mean, I think some of the players are, are not even catching enough flack as they should, with some, especially with some of the veterans that they have and some of the some of the very untimely turnovers and and ugly, uh, just ugly possessions that they've had. I don't know if that's going to rear its head in this series and maybe doesn't at all in the next, but it, it's, I, I'll tell you, man, I'm a little bit more concerned about this team than maybe going into the postseason that that's, it becomes an issue when they, you know, when they maybe get into the, into an NBA finals. I don't know how you feel about that. It's a tough call, man, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, it's, yeah, I, 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 I tend to look for, kind of any kind of signal uh, that is that is useful come playoff time. Um, and some, sometimes that's, uh, uh, you know, based on something you see in the regular season with a coach or a team and their ability to adjust. And sometimes it's literally vibes based. And uh, like weirdly last night, I was a good example, like, uh, you know, Darvin Ham, there's not a lot I can really give him credit for that he's done so far in these playoffs. I feel like most of the on-court coaching by LeBron is what's mattered. And most of the kind of analytics teams, once they're, what they're telling them between games has mattered. Um, but he, uh, you know, he's, he was digging the vibes of Lonnie Walker the fourth and he left him in that game. And so it's, you know, it's, it's, it's tricky for me to really say that there's uh, uh, something clear there, but uh, I okay. would still, yeah, I mean, I, I still, uh, uh, still feel pretty strongly that, uh, you know, we, we have, um, uh, I don't know, meaningful edge here on the Celtics. Uh, to win yeah. I, they just seem, they seem a little bit Jekyll and Hyde-ish to me at the end of these games, right? Like that last game, they make that, well, what was it? 16 points they make up or whatever, and, you know, and yeah. then they, and then they kind of fall apart in a couple of those last possessions. It's just, I, I don't know. It's got a little bit more warning signs to me than, than I guess I was expecting for, especially after the Bucks got eliminated. I thought the Celtics yeah. would be kind of cruising past some of these teams, but maybe that's part of it, right, Drew? Like maybe they're just getting, they're getting stagnant and stale and, you know, kind of just mosing their way through the playoffs. And well, maybe James Harden finally giving them a wake up call here in, in a couple of these games. Yeah, I think, I mean, I, I, again, like I don't want to be apologizing for Joe Missoula. Like he has done some things, these playoffs that have made me want to pull my hair out. <laughs> um, and, and so it, it, like he deserves the criticism that he's getting and yeah. there has been, and, and there's, and there's been some like real rookie stuff, but 
guess what? He's a rookie. Like this is his first ever playoff run. He's going to make those mistakes. And Mm -hmm. uh, if he doesn't learn from them and we see them continue to do that, then all of a sudden I'm going to feel like a dope for not backing the heat because Spolstra is kind of clearly the best coach left in the field, (laughs) like by margin. Right. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, if, if, if there's an X factor that uh, that the Celtics basically uh, stub their toe, stumbling block, whatever, they, you know, they don't reach their potential, it could be coaching. Um, pretty clearly in this series, uh, I'm, I'm interested to see uh, what he ultimately does with Robert Williams because Robert Williams, when he's on the floor and then beat is off, like that dude is an absolute monster. He's a maniac. He's, yep. he's so good on both ends. And, you know, realistically uh, – if Missoula can kind of time his, you know, his deployment of Williams correctly, um, he doesn't have to put quite as many miles on Al Horford. Uh, and in general, the team can, I think, take advantage of what is one of the big key weaknesses of the Sixers, which is their bench is just not that great. Um, and, you know, if you can, you know, if the Sixers have Harden and Embiid off or even just Embiid off, um, they rely so heavily on Maxi creating in transition. And that's something that the, the Celtics should be able to put a finger in. Um, you know, really plug that leak uh, and, you know, just make 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 offense tough uh, for the Sixers to the tune of this could be a game where you see the Sixers struggle to get to 100 points. So um, that's kind of what I'm hoping for. And I don't really have any strong answers is sort of if there's if there's something if there's a there there yeah. with the Celtics in terms of just they're not quite as focused as they need to be or there's something internally going on with Jalen Brown that you don't love, you know, like that. Yeah. That's, you know that that's that's something to keep an eye on. Probably more in the finals, really, than either this series or the next. I think. Yeah, that's actually. I'm glad you brought that up because that, that's actually another bet I ended up making tonight was over his points. I'm just not uh, over his point prop. I think it was 24 and a half when I bet over 24. Um, that is, it's just been tough watching these past couple of games, watching how efficiently he's shooting, right? It look, looks so good early on. And then, again, <laughs> I just feels like, it feels like one of the stories of the playoffs, some of these stars just like disappearing in the second halves offensively. And it's, you know, where's Jalen Brown? He was doing, he was shooting so well, shooting lights out. And then he, he's just gone. You don't see him. So yeah, it's, uh, that's been fascinating to me. And the Robert Williams, I'm glad you brought that up because that is, I think it's for a lot of people out there that you're seeing, okay, Horford, Horford's played some great minutes, um, but how he's, you know, how he's mixing up these rotations and it's, and we saw Robert Williams be such a huge, impactful player, you know, last year in the postseason, throughout this regular season, and you pull up a box score from a game that goes into overtime and he plays 14 minutes, right? And, and I, I, it's just, I, I think you did a good job of kind of talking about, Hey, how can, how they can take an advantage when it beads off the court. But man, like, that's another thing that I'm not really like, w- I'm not really fully understanding with Boston with what we're doing. Like this guy was such a great defensive anchor for you last year. Like, why isn't he getting more run? So I don't know, maybe something to just keep an eye on and maybe it's just matchups in this series and this will change around next series. But man, I, I I'm sure whenever I watch these Celtics, I'm wondering why Robert Williams isn't on the court. That's for sure. <laughs> At least we're not getting Blake Griffin. <laughs> hey, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amen to that because, yeah, God knows what kind of disaster that could be. All right, we'll move into the late game tonight. Suns uh, and Nuggets. I know you and I are both excited for this one. This is so another big market mover here right now. Mm. Uh, we sit Nuggets six, six and a halves I see out there starting to pop. 
Uh, on the Nuggets side, 227 and a half looks pretty much blanketed. Um, 227 and a half. Two, I see, do, do see one uh, 220 out there for a total. Um, Nuggets, man, I was, I guess I was surprised personally that this isn't 3 1 coming back to Denver. I was a little bit surprised. You know, if you told me this was going to be 2 2 coming back to Denver, I was going to be surprised. Uh, the one thing that I kept saying, Drew, was with the limitations that I think Phoenix has with this, with this bench. And as much as people want to, as much as people want to hate on Chris Paul for what he's doing at this age, at, at his age and, and how his play has been affected. When you talk about a team that is as thin as Phoenix is, it still means his loss matters more. And what you're seeing right now to me is I think for, for the Suns to have a chance in any of these games, any game. It requires Durant and Booker to combine for at least 70 points. And if they go for more than that, maybe they have a chance to win it. So that's exactly what we saw play out in game three, game four. I can't stand by that. But what we saw in game three, game four is those, those role players, as you talked about, right? Playing better at home, step up, deliver a little bit more for Phoenix. Meanwhile, Denver doesn't get a lot of help off the bench when they're in Phoenix. Now we reverse the whole thing. I expect to see a very different Denver team tonight. I am heavily invested on that side. What say you? Yeah, we completely agree. Um, if there was an expectation that the Celtics role players at home will play better than they did on the road, I mean, you take that kind of concept and you put it on steroids for this uh, right. Suns, Suns Nuggets series. I mean, the the difference in the game four was the performance you got from Landry Shamit and TJ Warren yeah. and Terrence Ross and Jock Landale, like those guys going to altitude on a quick turnaround and playing in a hostile environment. I don't think you can count on those guys giving you much at all. So this is really going to be a tough ask for the, uh, the Suns to, to turn around and put together a third straight win here, unless, you know, Booker continues to go nuclear and, and, uh, and Durant, you know, Durant beats you. But like, if you're telling me that I got to make a choice on a side here and, you know, I'm, I'm, I will pay to see the, you know, the, the, the supporting cast for this Suns team beat me on the road. I just don't yeah. think it's realistic. Um, so, you know, long, long way to go about saying, I think pretty clearly the uh, nuggets are the right side here. Um, the interesting thing is this concept plays well. It played well in game four, like the, you know, just the supporting cast mm -hmm. played well yeah. in game four. I think it's going to play in game five. It may play in game six which would then set up, you know, a potential game seven where you then kind of throw the supporting cast out the window. <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, maybe somebody steps up and has the game of their life in the most high pressure situation you can imagine. But more realistically, that game seven is just going to be a war between the alphas yeah. and, you know, for what it's worth, Nuggets only have one and the Suns have two. Uh, yeah. So I'm, no, I'm a little nervous uh, that the Nuggets ultimately come through right, if this series goes seven. Um, so, you know, gonna no, I, I think, I think yeah. that's a good point. Yeah. I think that's a good point. I like them in game five. I, uh, I do have a series bet on them, but I'm not as confident in that. That's for sure. I think if this, if this game five, uh, if game five bet gets home, I think I will be buying off a little bit of my series, uh, position with, with Denver. Cause I think you're right. I think they, Denver wins game five. I wouldn't be shocked at all if Phoenix does win game six and then game seven, uh, and just that star power ends up coming through. I, I wouldn't, wouldn't be surprising to me. Which of the 
because I like them both. And it, I know it sounds, everybody listening to this right now, it sounds like real chalky of some of the bets we're talking, we're giving out. But the, which one do you like better, the Nuggets tonight or the Warriors tomorrow? Ooh, I think I got to go with Nuggets tonight just because. Me too. Yep. I, like, the, like the Warriors, they went with, they went to the reserves and it didn't work. So there's a chance that they're cooked. <laughs> but, uh, but like they just they shoot so much. You got Clay is Clay. You know Clay, they have they have legacy. They shot under thirty percent from three. Yeah, they, like they're gonna they're gonna do better at home. They're gonna be better. Yeah. So I think uh, you know it's a slight slight edge to the uh, Nuggets tonight. But uh, you know I kind of went with the same strategy as I did for the Celtics. Not only did I lay the points. Uh, on sort of the standard widely available line, but I bet them up to minus nine and a half at plus one sixty four. Um, and uh, you know, kind of you know, so if you love basketball, if you're excited to watch tonight's games, I, I, I'm sorry, I'm rooting against entertainment, but uh, I don't think that I'm, I'm hopeful that neither of these games is especially good. I hear you, man. I hear you. I think the other one where that's where that I think the other side of or the other part of that make that makes those all such a good play. I think in this game, maybe even more than Golden State too. It is, it's just that I mean how really thin Phoenix is. If you're talking about you get into a, you know, a fifteen point twenty point lead into that fourth quarter and Booker and Durant go to the bench. I've got way less confident in on the on the guy the, you know the scrubs that are going to be in there playing for for Phoenix to kind of make up that deficit than maybe some of the guys the Lakers would throw out there. So I think that even I think even that part of it lends me to believe that yes, I like I like the Nuggets more tonight and I like them by a bigger margin probably tonight as well. So I I think that's yeah. interesting because I think there's a lot of people that that do agree with us on kind of the Denver and the and the Golden State side, but uh I'm invested pretty pretty heavily in both, but yeah, I'm with you. I think I do like this Denver side uh, a little bit more tonight. Uh, well, Drew, before we get out of here, man, thanks for joining us. Anything, anything other bet, any other bets uh, we missed, either player props or anything like that, you want to throw out there, or good series bets you think uh, there's some value in right now? Boy, I think we, uh, I think we pretty much nailed it. Um, so we do, yeah. Nuggets. Uh, I mean, we, we we set up the whole blueprint for the whole week. You can take the rest of the week off, man. <laughs> that's right. We got, the, we got the whole week figured out. You know, yeah, that's right. Assuming yeah, it all goes to plan, yeah, we got yeah. it all figured out. That's yeah. right. I had the whole yeah. I had Celtics. the Bucks Heat series all figured out too. That went well. <laughs> yeah, Celtics Celtics by thirty tonight. Uh, uh, Nuggets by twenty five. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, Warriors cover tomorrow, Heat uh, win 4-1. Uh, and then uh, I think I'm going to come back on Lakers and under in game six, uh, expecting yeah. to play the Suns in game six, uh, expecting to play the uh, Sixers in the under in game six. And then, um, you know, if we get two game sevens uh, in the uh, Nuggets series and in the uh, Celtics-Sixers series, um, I mean, they can't make those totals low enough. <laughs> I mean, one ninety, like ah, like, uh, like real, like Celtics Sixers, especially like that. That thing is going to be just an absolute physical bloodbath. And yeah, uh, I got suckered into yeah. I got suckered into a live overplay last night in Golden State, L.A. With, with how bad Uh-oh. they were shooting shoot uh-huh. after that first quarter, Uh-oh. I was like, I was like, I got to do it. Neither one of these teams is making a shot. Like I got to go. That didn't hit after the first quarter. That didn't hit. No, no, no. I had two. What did I have? Two. Oh, because uh, the like, fourth quarter was like there was nothing. Yeah, it was nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had two twelve and a half. I think is what I had. Yeah, it was. It was. Oh, gross. you were cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if you had, a, if you had like a normal fifty point fourth quarter, I think that hits. 
Yeah, that hits. Exactly. Well, before we get out of here, one more time, Juice Reel, an exciting new innovation in sports betting. That is no, not another sports book. If you haven't heard of it yet, Juice Reel, a, to, a totally free tool that will revolutionize the way you follow your bets and make betting decisions. This must-have app lets you connect all your betting accounts from wherever you bet, and all your betting history automatically loads in. Uh, Juice Reel is much more than just a bet tracker. You will see stats about your own betting behavior that you've never known before. Juice Reel uh, Reel analyzes data from its entire user uh, user base to help you bet even smarter. We don't have time to list all of Juice Reel's features, but this thing is free and you need to go on your iPhone or Android today and go download Juice Reel. That's Juice R-E-E-L. Drew, thanks so much and we'll catch you tomorrow here on Hardwood Handicappers. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club.